Late one winter morning five years ago, a polo-playing aristocrat arrived at an upmarket central London hotel, hoping to end the most savage match he'd ever played. Former Inter-Services Intelligence Deputy Chief Major General Sahib Zada Ifsandiyar Khan Patodi had been handpicked for the secret mission to meet with the man who had long served as India's goalkeeper against the Pakistani intelligence. Ethnic Tamil, but Punjabi speaking, the general's dour companion commanded the research and analysis wing's operations against jihadists in Pakistan. Then Army Chief General Kamar Javed Bajwa, Patodi explained at the first of their three meetings, was committed to ending the ISI's secret war across the line of control. To support his plans, Patodi explained, Bajwa needed India's help in the form of concessions on Kashmir. Earlier this week, Pakistani columnists Hamid Mir and Javed Chaudhary reported that the secret meetings of 2018 almost ended up changing the course of history. Following a pilgrimage to the Hinglaj Mata temple in April 2021, their accounts claim, Prime Minister Narendra Modi was to meet with former Prime Minister Imran Khan and announce a deal to freeze the status quo in Kashmir. The summit plan, the journalists write, collapsed after Khan backed out of the deal, fearing political backlash. There has been no official response from either Islamabad or New Delhi to these dramatic revelations. There's plenty of reason, moreover, to be sceptical about the accounts, which rely largely on briefings conducted by General Bajwa himself. Leaving aside the details, however, the reports tell us something important. Even as leaders in both countries have used hawkish language, they've pursued peace, irrespective of ideological lines. In spite of their efforts, however, negotiations always seem to end up failing right on the cusp of historic opportunities. Following his defeat in Kargil, military ruler General Parvez Musharraf escalated violence in Kashmir. India lost more soldiers in counter-insurgency in the years after the conflict than it did in the war itself. After the terrorist attack on Parliament House in 2001, Prime Minister Atal Bihari Vajpayee lost patience and threatened military retaliation. Only scholar Arzan Tarpur writes to discover the parlous state of Indian Army readiness. Faced with the uncertain outcomes of full-scale war and the risk of nuclear escalation, India backed down. Even though he ought to have been exultant, General Parvez Musharraf changed course agreeing to a ceasefire on the line of control in 2003 and authorizing secret dialogue with Prime Minister Vajpayee and then Prime Minister Manmohan Singh. Lieutenant General Moinuddin Haider, who served as Interior Minister under General Musharraf, recorded that the decision was taken because incubating jihadism within Pakistan exposed the country to unacceptable economic costs. In late 2007, Manmohan Singh's secret envoy, Satinder Lamba, said that the two countries agreed on a four-point formula that froze the LOC as a border but gave both sides of Kashmir a high level of autonomy. The agreement, however, collapsed after the 26-11 attacks, by which time, of course, General Musharraf had been eased out of office by his own army. The files on the secret dialogue were handed over to Prime Minister Narendra Modi by his predecessor in the summer of 2014. Even though tensions flared along the LOC that summer, efforts at peace building soon resumed. 
Late in 2015, we know National Security Advisor Ajit Doval met his counterpart Nazir Janjua in Bangkok. The meeting was followed by a dramatic, unannounced visit by Prime Minister Modi to Lahore to greet then Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif on the occasion of his granddaughter's wedding. Like in 2008, however, this rapprochement came under attack. Terrorists struck an Indian Air Force base in Pathan Kot early in the new year, just days after the Prime Minister's visit. Even though he sought to rescue the peace process, with Doval again meeting Janjua, this time secretly, escalating violence seemed to have snuffed out the prospect of peace. Efforts to resume the peace process seemed to have begun once again in October 2018, when General Bajwa visited London, meeting there with the United Kingdom's then Chief of Defence Staff, General Nicholas Patrick Carter, and National Security Advisor Mark Sedwell. General Bajwa had deep personal ties to the United Kingdom, which is home to his sister-in-law Asma Bajwa and brothers Tariq and Javed Bajwa. But London was also among the few world capitals willing to give Pakistan a sympathetic hearing. Faced with a failing economy and locked in a murderous confrontation with the Tehreek-e-Taliban Pakistan, General Bajwa had come to the conclusion that he needed peace with India. The country had also come under growing international pressure, with the Multinational Financial Action Task Force placing it on a terror finance watch list. General Bajwa needed a way out. Like General Parvez Musharraf before him, the army chief responded to the pressure by beginning a secret dialogue. Encouraged by London, the ISI reached out to RAW for a secret meeting. Few details have emerged on the dialogue that followed, but Kumar and Patodi are believed to have discussed several proposals, including restoring the frayed ceasefire on the line of control. This fledgling dialogue was derailed by the 2019 Pulwama terrorist attack. Trust in General Bajwa was among the many casualties of that horrible act. New Delhi soon found itself pressured, however, to give the army chief one more chance. Following the airstrike on Balakot, Abu Dhabi Crown Prince Abu Muhammad bin Zayed Al Nahyan called Prime Minister Modi and Imran. Al Nahyan, the diplomat Ahmed Al Banna later said, urged both leaders to, and I quote, try to sort out the differences in a peaceful manner. Western capitals also discreetly backed this call for negotiation. During a visit to London in June 2019, Bajwa urged the United Kingdom to facilitate a resumption of the secret dialogue. The general insisted he was unaware of the Pulwama attack plan and said he would prevent any further attacks. Early in February 2021, Doval secretly met with then ISI chief Lieutenant General Faiz Hamid in the United Arab Emirates. Two factors shaped India's decision to talk again. Even though politicians in Pakistan had unleashed a polemical barrage against India following the revocation of Kashmir's special status in August 2019, jihadist violence remained very low. Islamabad did not exert military pressure on the LOC, moreover, even as tensions between India and China spiked. That let India move troops from its western border. to its eastern border at a time of crisis the doval faiz dialogue seems to have prepared the ground for the reinstitution of the border ceasefire in 2021 even though limited terrorist infiltration across the loc has continued levels of violence in kashmir have diminished now to the lowest levels since prime minister modi took office 
the data suggests general bajwa has kept his word to muzzle jihadist groups at least in significant measure likely new delhi would have been delighted if imran had agreed to accept the post 2019 status quo in kashmir but the former prime minister wasn't ready to bite last year the uk's high commissioner in pakistan christian turner said in a closed dome briefing that general bajwa was seeking restoration of the scrapped article 35a of india's constitution which gave the state of jammu and kashmir the right to designate permanent residents entitled to purchase land general bajwa argued that he needed at least this one political concession to push back against hawks determined to escalate in kashmir hawks he said included imran for his part imran seemed to have feared the loss of political capital that might have come from appearing weak on kashmir 24 hours after he approved sugar and cotton purchases from india in his capacity as commerce minister prime minister imran shot down his own recommendation and inside months of describing modi as a good partner for peace imran was calling the indian government nazi inspired even though the government has changed in pakistan since then the calculations in either capital probably have not Indian Home Minister Amit Shah has made clear that the government will not talk Kashmir with Pakistan a position that has wide support in the cabinet Pakistan's retreat on Kashmir Indian officials argue has come about because of its own financial problems the risk of international sanctions and escalating military casualties in the country's own wars against jihadists even though jihadist groups have been reined in Indian officials note they have not been dismantled leaving Islamabad the tool it needs with which to step up violence whenever it chooses time new delhi believes is on its side in kashmir history will decide if it's made the right call or missed an opportunity i'm praveen swami and i'm national security editor of the print thank you for listening to security code